Hello, and welcome to the Enchanted Podcast, the show bringing you all the latest Disney news. I'm your host, Lauren Arnold. And I'm your co-host, Hallie Garrett. And today we'll be ranking our top five favorite Epcot pavilions in the World Showcase. (laughs) So we'd like to welcome everyone back. It feels like a lifetime because I was away for a little bit, Hallie was away for a little bit, but it's still been a week. So we, (laughs) yeah, I think we got it down by now. First, we need to talk about the reopening of Walt Disney World because that has been a huge thing all over the news, social media. So we're going to kind of go into what happened this weekend um, and some details if you're wondering how the resort has opened. So It opened its gates for the first time in three months since the shutdown because of the coronavirus pandemic. And I gotta say, the pictures I saw this weekend, they were quite terrifying. (laughs) It's, I would say it's definitely not the right time, in my opinion, for them to be reopening. And as much as I love going there, I probably won't be revisiting until like everything is fine. Yeah, uh, Sunday, um, some of you guys know I live in Florida, Hallie is over in South Carolina, but on Sunday, Florida reached over 15,000 new cases in a single day. It's become the fourth largest, like, epicenter for coronavirus in the world. Like, if Florida were its own country they'd be screwed. <laughs> but it's just a state. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, South Carolina's not doing that well either, so. so I mean, the whole country is not doing well, and it's pretty much the entire south portion of the United States is just rising. Yeah. But this is really not the time to waltz around a theme park. I mean, Yes, I'm sure it is much safer than it's ever been because it's still not as many people as normally, mm-hmm. but it, I don't know. The pictures I saw this weekend, there were um, way too many cars waiting in the gate for Magic Kingdom. I didn't see that many at Animal Kingdom. I don't know. I felt like more people went to Magic Kingdom than they did Animal Kingdom that first day. And there, I could tell pictures in front of the castle that people were taking. It was just, you could tell there were a lot of people there and it kind of made you a little nervous looking at it. But then two days later, on the 14th, you think those were cast reopenings, right? Because the cast members have been allowed in. The cast day. Member, right. So cast member previews were on the weekend. Um, those were okay. The only bad thing I saw there was there was a picture that went around of the entrance to Seven Dwarves Mine Train. And there was a group of cast members that were not working. They were just there for the previews, but they basically swarmed the entrance to the queue and were like toppled over one another. It was ridiculous. Obviously touching one another because they were in close contact. And that's a no-no, especially during a pandemic. So (laughs) there is a rumor going around that those cast members are going to be terminated. I don't know. I don't think that Disney would want them working during the reopening, so they probably didn't go to work, but we don't know. Um, And on Monday, I think it was Monday, and no, what day was it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even remember. I'm not sure either. (laughs) I don't know. It was the 11th and the 14th, so the 11th Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom reopened. Magic Kingdom was crazy packed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the 14th, it was Hollywood Studios and Epcot. 
and the line for Hollywood Studios was ridiculous because everyone was like, oh, no one's going to be here. We can go to Galaxy's Edge and ride everything and it's going to be super quick. And no, it's actually not. <laughs> so there's a lot. And I'm sure they have a lot to figure out too, but it probably should have been figured out before they reopened. Yeah, I will say uh, I think they had their hopes up a little too high based around what was already happening in the Disney parks overseas where they've been able to reopen in a lot of the parks in Asia. Tokyo, Disneyland reopened, Disney Sea, Hong Kong was open for a little bit, I believe Shanghai. But the thing is, those countries handled it very well. They made sure all the cases were down, there were no more rises, and I've been like keeping up with Hong Kong especially. They've had 47, 48 new cases and they shut the park down because they want to be safe. Whereas in America, I don't think people are taking it as seriously. So now they're reopening the parks, but the people there, like we haven't had a plateau of it. It's only been going up. It yeah. just plateau or flattening of yeah. the all. Um, and it never has in Florida. It's no. always been on the rise because the governor, oh boy, uh, think <laughs> it's fine. We don't talk about governors from southern states because they don't be thinking. Yeah. He's like, no one under the age of 65 can get it. Kids can't get it. He wants to send them back to school in the fall. And it's just a bad idea. So we don't want to get too, like, we don't want to talk too much about the coronavirus, but there are things that Disney is doing that we want to talk about um, that are just very quick. Um, there's plexiglass in some of the queues where you can't social distance, like Big Thunder Mountain has a big wall of plexiglass up. And honestly, it makes the ride look a little terrifying. <laughs> it made it look more like Haunted Mansion than Big Thunder Mountain. It was just weird. Um, there are no interactive cues, so those little mine buckets that you can swirl around in the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, those are closed off. Um, there is hand sanitizer everywhere. Uh, hand washing stations are there. There's social distancing markers. Um, the one I found a little bit interesting was there are relaxation zones, which means those are areas you can go. If you're too hot and you need to take off your mask, you can. And these, I know there's one located in Tomorrowland Terrace, which is that restaurant we talked about last time. And I don't know. I'm not a fan of the relaxation zones. I think if you have a mask and you need to wear it, you need to keep it on. Yeah. That's just my opinion, especially in Florida, because I know, I know it's humid. It's like a hundred degrees every day, but look, you're doing this for the safety of others and they're doing it for the safety of you. So I think you need to keep it on no matter how far apart you are from another person. Um, that's just my take on it. And there are very, very long lines for Splash Mountain because it will soon be rethemed. But it doesn't stop at the long lines because I did notice a good thing is the logs that you ride in for Splash Mountain are one family or one party per log which is great because you don't want to be sitting next to other people you don't know. Mm -hmm. um, ride vehicles are only being sanitized every 20 minutes and not every, not after every run through. Yeah. Um, but the Splash Mountain merch sold out in day one. Yep, it did. <laughs> um, People, of course, are reselling them on eBay because they can make so much money off of them now. That doesn't mean that you should go buy them because that's ridiculous. Um, 
$500 for a Br'er Rabbit stuffed animal, probably not the best purchase. <laughs> no, no. Um, and for anyone wondering about Galaxy's Edge, there is a change to the boarding group system mm -hmm. for Rise of the Resistance. Now, instead of having to be there right when the park opens to get a boarding pass, boarding pass distribution will take place at 10 a.m., 1 p.m., and 4 p.m., which might make it a little bit harder. Some people are saying it's going to be easier, but I don't know. I still haven't been, so I really don't know. Um, but that is the, the system now, so it's just messy. <laughs> Everything's messy. Everything seems to be rushed, and uh, yeah, it's a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, there is, before we get into our top five, there's one other thing I want to say about the reopening, um, and that's just a cast member compliment to the cast members working this past week um, during their character cavalrade, which is kind of a parade, but not really. It's not like an official parade. Um, it's just so that guests can see the characters from a distance um, and still kind of get the magical experience. Um, there was an incident uh, on Merida's horse. Uh, Merida rides a horse down Main Street, as does Gaston. I think Gaston looks great on that horse, by the way. <laughs> And I actually saw a video of him. Uh, he was riding down Frontierland, and there was a girl standing there. And he shouts from a distance. He says, "Are you single?" <laughs> and and the girl says, "Yeah." And he says, "You look single." <laughs> oh my god! Rest <laughs> of her. Yep. Um, but. Merida also rides a horse down there, her favorite horse, Angus, and the story goes that a little boy was trying to go out onto Main Street, but his father pulled him back, and he let go of his balloon by accident, and the balloon got caught around the back leg of the horse, and the horse just flipped out. Horses are very easily spooked, especially from the back. That's why you're told, I grew up like riding horses and stuff but if you go around the back of them they will flip out you're never supposed to do that and so I'm sure this scared the hell out of the horse yeah and it kind of bucked around a little bit it was a little scary um the cast members were trying to calm him down and Merida was like holding on for dear life but she did a great job and she eventually like slid down came off the horse she did that perfectly yeah, and then another cast member came down, and then they calmed down the horse, and then the video ended, but I do imagine that they got the balloon off, yeah. um, and then they were back out the next day, uh, as if nothing ever happened, so they did a really good job with that, so I just wanted to give a compliment to those cast members. So, all right, let's get into our top five Epcot pavilions at the World Showcase. Hallie's going to start us off, and we're going we're gonna to save our, our number one for the end. So, let's start off with our number five. All right. Okay, coming in at number five um, <laughs> is Canada. <laughs> Really? I really like the Canada Pavilion. I think it's really beautiful. And I, I think it's because I almost always finish on this one. And usually you think that's kind of like more like related to like sad, like, oh, this is like the last country I'm visiting. But it always like relaxes me. It just, it has a beautiful cohesiveness to it and like a wonderful blend of Canada because Canada is like a huge country, but from like the Canadian castle in the gardens to the English style houses and then the Native American totem poles. Like, I feel like they really got just the perfect blend of everything in there. Whereas I think 
like if you compare it to France, France is very like just Paris, like that's it. But I think Canada covers everything just really well. And the food there, well, I've never been able to go to the restaurant there. It's like my dream. <laughs> it's like, I really just want to go to this restaurant once because I've never heard a bad thing about it. It's uh, one of the best restaurants in the entire like Disney World area. It's called Le Cellier, I think, uh, if you're gonna pronounce it that way. But it has authentic and elevated Canadian cuisine. Some of their specialties are the cheddar cheese soup, the pretzel bread, poutine, wine, and all that other good stuff. Uh, the only, the closest I've had to any of these is only during the food and wine festival when they have their little carts out and they're pretty much just small samples of everything inside the restaurant. I hit that kiosk up so hard. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> uh, the entertainment there uh, is also pretty good. They have bands that go to a stage that's kind of a little off to the side of Canada, but you'd be surprised. They get some pretty big audiences in there. And then Oh Canada, the movie <laughs> with Martin Short, who I love, uh, showing Canada's beauty and culture. But I think this is one um, where you can be really immersed. And that goes for a lot of the ones that I've, that I have on my top five, was the immersion of them. Like you can go far back into the Canada one and you don't it doesn't feel like you're in a park anymore like the waterfall rushing down and the caverns in the little town square it's just very cute to me <laughs> I love that you picked that for number five because Canada is not one that I even really visit I really? think it's there like I walk past it mm -hmm. and I'm like, wasn't there another pavilion <laughs> I like forget and then I get confused it so. used to be an afterthought to me too but it's pretty nice and I will say that waterfall is a great cool down spot especially if because a lot of times people start in Mexico and in Canada that just seems to be the way it goes for most people but after that walking around world showcase is hot there is not a lot of shade by the end, I go back there and I just like, let the waterfall <laughs> cool me down. It's fantastic. Backside of water? <laughs> the backside of water. <laughs> well, my number five, and I, I don't even want it to be number five. Actually, I should probably want it there. <laughs> probably be number four but I'm gonna keep it at my number five I feel like it could be a lot closer but that's Italy um the only reason I have is really just for Via Napoli restaurant yeah. that's it <laughs> I mean it's like the best pizza you'll ever have probably yeah. the entire state of Florida really? um because it's Italian like it's real Italian pizza it's so good and I I just don't I'm not one of those people that likes fast food pizza I think it's just way too oily and greasy and you know it's bad for you but if you hop over the Italy pavilion and you get some pizza let me tell you <laughs> that's it you'll never go you'll never eat another pizza ever again <laughs> it has to be that pizza so that's really my only, that's it. That's all I have for Italy. Your statement for it, you based it all around the food. Yeah. It's not in my top five, but I will say it's beautiful. And I love the overlook it has over the lagoon in the World Showcase. Like just being able to see all the other countries and then the Epcot ball. It does have a great view. And ooh, it like pops off during Flower Fest, I think. They have so many flowers outside of that pavilion that ooh, it's, it's a very romantic setting. All right, we gonna go to number four? Let's do it. <laughs> right, number four. I have one that uh, I used to, I used to always pass this one and I never really went in, but like, 
over like the past year, it's like, you have to go in and that's Japan. <laughs> so it's, again, it's so relaxing. It has koi ponds and gardens with just, and one of my favorite things is the section for shopping. And they also have some pretty unique dining options. So with the food, I have never eaten there, mainly because like, it seems very like, again, like Canada, like they're very professional. There's usually sit down restaurants. Uh, so they have Tapan Iru, which is a hibachi grill meal with Japanese cuisine. And then they have Tokyo dining, which is sushi, udon, tempura, and other Japanese cuisine that they could have. They do have one quick service, which usually just serves ramen and udon, but mainly I haven't eaten here because I save my eating spots for places that I will talk about later. <laughs> uh, and then entertainment, I think they've taken away the Japanese drummer, drummers that uh, were at the pagoda but they were always interesting and you could always hear them playing in the distance. You always knew they were out. And then like my favorite thing about it <laughs> is the Mitsukoshi department store. Have you ever been in the department store there? I can't, is it, isn't it just like the giant store with like yeah. everything in it? Yes, it's amazing. It just has traditional Japanese goods, clothing, food, Everything in there is so beautifully designed and it's definitely a place where if you're trying to find something a little more authentic around World Showcase and not so much Disney themed, this would be the place to go. I've actually found a lot of merchandise there that I'm like, I want this. Like, I don't need anything else. I'm going to get this instead. <laughs> I don't, I mean, isn't that the only store in Japan? Yeah. I think that's the only store in Japan. Yeah, they have some kiosks outside, but. Yeah, you said department store and then it threw me off. I was like, wait, are there like other? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's just one long store. Yeah, no, I always find stuff in there and it's really bad because it's mostly stuff I'll never use again in my life. <laughs> but they're just so cute that I can't pass it up and I have to buy it. It's adorable. And yeah, if you need a place to cool off, as I mentioned, like World Showcase gets very hot, just go back into the gardens near the koi ponds. There's a lot of shade there and a lot of uh, seating. So go cool off there. Well, my number four, I think I have a tie. Oh. Uh, I originally put France down. Mm. That's my number four. But mostly because I think it's really cute. It's a really cute, relaxing atmosphere. Um, I love the biggest thing for me there is like I've never eaten in the restaurant, but I have gotten ice cream and I got a dessert one yeah. time that was really, really good. Um, but the biggest thing for me there is like when I go to World Showcase, I just love to hop to the countries and meet characters. Aww. And meeting Belle, either in her village dress or her holiday dress, is, like, everything to me. Like, I love Belle so much. So that's one of my favorite things to do there. And I always love to meet Aurora, because she's always super sweet. So I had that as my number four. Also, I don't know if I told the story about when Belle walked past me and I was eating this, like, apple... Um, it was like an apple turnover almost. Mm -hmm. uh, it was really, really good. I suggest getting it if you go. But <laughs> I'm eating this thing and it's huge, by the way, because nothing is small, you know, they give you huge portions. And I had this giant apple turnover and I'm eating it. And it's like a hundred degrees outside. And Belle is walking back from her meet and greet so she's walking into her little cast members only gate and mm -hmm. I didn't realize it was in the alley where the ice cream shop was and I'm eating this apple turnover I see her walking towards me <laughs> <laughs> and she says and we had just met her also yeah bye ladies have a wonderful afternoon 
<laughs> the apple turnover is in my mouth and there's like apple dripping out of my mouth. <laughs> and I'm like, bye, Belle. No. <laughs> One of the most embarrassing moments. <laughs> but I'll never forget it. So France has that for me. Um, and I have to tie it with China because China has another great restaurant. Most of mine is going to be about food. <laughs> but China has a great restaurant called Nine Dragons, and the food is amazing. And if you haven't been, you need to go and just get yourself some honey garlic chicken with an egg roll and some fried rice and it is fine cuisine <laughs> so that's my tie that's the only reason I have for China honestly I mean it's beautiful don't get me wrong um I love the architecture and you could tell the amount of research that went into the architecture and the paint and all of the color choices and it's gorgeous um but that's my number four. Love it. All right. Number three, I have uh, the United Kingdom, the UK. I would say it's one of like the larger ones. And it's interesting because you kind of walk right through it. Whereas I think at the other pavilions, you usually have to like actually go into them. But this one, you can walk right through it. But it has authentic architecture, gardens. I just... I, I'm seeing a thing now. I apparently just love gardens. Um, <laughs> a pub with some great seats for fireworks is also there. Uh, I have for the food, they have some really great quick service. They have the Yorkshire County Fish Shop, which they serve fish and chips. And uh, my family usually does stop here sometimes. And again, there's great seating. It's right on the lagoon. So if you want to like eat and watch the fireworks, grab a seat there early. And then they also have the pub, which is a great place for if you're over 21 to get alcohol. They have cocktail, cocktails, beer, whiskey, pub blends, and it's very authentic looking. I have gone inside before and it's really impressive. Entertainment in the back. They have the British Revolution and they play uh, rock and roll favorites and sorts. And there's a fun garden in the back that's also kind of a maze. And I also just love the shops. Again, they're very authentic. They do have some Disney more themed ones, but then they have a lot of British things, tea sets, um, soccer <laughs> jerseys or football, I should say. But they do have some really fun meet and greets. You can meet Mary Poppins and Alice from Wonderland in the gardens, like right before you get in. I love the tea store. It's adorable. I'm obsessed with the tea store. The tea store, it's so good. <laughs> I'm a tea person. Like I'm not a coffee drinker at all, but I'll drink tea for the rest of my life. And I love that they sell the little Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Those are really good, by the way. Um, that store is expensive. I will tell you that. Like, it, but it's worth it. Everything in there is. It's something you won't find it like in the world of Disney. Like, you have to go into the UK, and I'll say that for a lot of the pavilions inside of the World Showcase, which is again just another great reason to go. You're gonna find things that you would never find anywhere else on Disney property. Yeah. Um, and also, I think they sell the Twinnings tea in there also, which, yes, you can get at the grocery store, but there might, there might be a flavor that you've never had, so always double check. And uh, I think they have, they have it around, like, Christmas time. They do have Santa Claus come in the back or a version of Santa Claus, and he's like my mom's favorite. <laughs> we always have to go and visit him. He's pretty cool. Uh, it's definitely an interesting meet and greet that you would like wouldn't get from a normal like Santa, Santa Claus at the mall. They have that in France too. They do yes. that. They have, they, I think they have different versions of Santa Claus or other 
little character figure figures from that all around world showcase. Well, I'm going to go into my number three. Yeah. My number three. It could also be a number two. I could switch these around so easily. <laughs> but I feel that. My number three is Mexico. Oh. Uh, I, <laughs> you guys know how I feel about Pirates in the Blue Bayou over in California. And this is pretty much the same. Um, it's so relaxing. It's always cool. And it's dark. And... If you need any place to cool off, that is the place to go. Yeah. Um, I think it's more immersive than any of the other pavilions because of the plaza or the marketplace. Mm -hmm. uh, it definitely almost feels like you're in the movie Coco because <laughs> of how true all of that is, like how authentic it is um, of all of the little merchants selling all of their um, little gadgets that they made from other artists and other companies and it's really really nice and we gotta talk about the smell of water yeah. <laughs> um, the minute you enter the pavilion you just smell the water and mm -hmm. if you're not a diehard Disney fan and you don't understand the water thing it's just good <laughs> it adds to the relaxing atmosphere of the mexico pavilion i also you can see um the fireworks in the grand fiesta tour ride and there's just so much that's added into one pavilion and that's why i like it so much um yeah, it's just, it's calming. It, you could eat right on the water. And uh, it's just so good. It's good. <laughs> I've never eaten at the restaurant, though. And I would really like to one day. Because I I need, I just need to have that experience. I'd have to do that, too, yeah. Florida. <laughs> All right, um... Number two, I have one that you've already mentioned, which is France. Uh, it's beautifully themed with architecture. Like the architecture is just gorgeous. It makes me die. It, it should be on my Pinterest board everywhere. We have paintings, fountains. Again, here I am. Gardens. Uh, <laughs> just like the walkway down there is so gorgeous with uh, all the flowers and the fountains like going around it's great and yes most of this is also based around food i haven't been to any of the restaurants like you have like the table service and i've gone to the quick service where uh, they have artisans to glasses the ice cream and macaroons place super cute super nice easy to like get in and out of there and then les halls boulangerie and patisserie is exactly what it means they just have uh, a lot of pastries and a lot of breads. So croque monsieurs, sandwiches, croissants, and then desserts from eclairs to my favorite, the Napoleon. It's so good. Um, so it's always a place I stop at, usually to get dessert. They just, they do it perfectly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then they have, again, they have some of the best restaurants there that I just haven't had the chance to sit down at, mainly because they're very expensive. They have the Chefs de France and then Monsieur Paul. And then you already mentioned it, but for entertainment, they have a lot of meet and greets. So you can meet Sleeping Beauty and Belle. They're always great to meet with because they're in a little like gazebo. It's overlooking the water. You're near the gardens. Just perfect. And then uh, Server Amusant, the comedy duo. They're just funny. They're just a little, have you seen them? I don't, I can't remember. I know I saw, I saw the guy that uh, climbs the chairs. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. The whole show, I, whenever I'm there, I always see the chairs and that's yeah. it. Yes. It's a, it's a comedy duo. There's a, uh, so it's a chef and a server 
and they don't say anything. He just has a little whistle that he uses to kind of like boss the waiter around and the waiter does all the stunts on the chairs. And there's a lot of audience participation. They almost always get like a decent sized crowd. They'll pull people out of it. Um, it's a lot of fun. And I need to mention coming soon, hopefully, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> How did we forget like Ratatouille? I am excited. And if anyone is lucky enough to eat at one of the uh, table service restaurants in France, Remy does make an appearance. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a, a little Easter egg to look out for if you go eat over in France. Yeah, I will say um, it's kind of an addition, but food and wine, they have a Remy, like, oh, it's called Hide and Squeak, <laughs> where they hide Remy around at all the different showcase pavilions, and you have to buy a map. It's about, like, seven or eight bucks, but it's, it's like, a very nice map, and then you go, and you find him everywhere, and you put stickers on it. It's very fun for children. It's very fun for me, an adult. Um, <laughs> but at the end, you can bring it back to uh, one of the ports at the beginning of World Showcase, and you get a little prize. And last time, I got a little kind of Tervis-like cup, not obviously the brand Tervis, but a little cup, and it had Remy on it, and it's really cute. <laughs> so cute <laughs> yeah so i would recommend doing that um especially if you have kids gives you something to do well my number two is germany Ooh, germany uh another cute atmosphere to mm -hmm. sit around at um although it does get really really hot and you may not <laughs> want to sit around um, Snow White meets over in Germany, which is really sweet. She, she meets next to her wishing well. Mm -hmm. And there's some cute stores in there. Um, I also, I haven't eaten at the table service. I hear it's amazing. Um, but I'm us usually always eating at the quick service restaurant for lunch because it's almost in the middle of World Showcase, so by the time we get over there, it's lunchtime, and it is, like, I don't think I've had, I'm gonna, I know it's not a hot dog, but I'm just gonna call it a hot dog in the beginning, just to give you perspective. <laughs> um, I've never had a hot dog that was so good in my <laughs> entire life. Um, so I get the bratwurst, Mm -hmm. And it comes with sauerkraut, which is amazing. Um, never had sauerkraut before until I had the bratwurst in yeah. Germany. So now every time I have a hot dog, 4th of July or family get-together, whatever, my hot dog has to have sauerkraut on it. And it comes with these really, really good potato chips. I don't know what seasoning they put on those potato chips, but they're addicting and just the bratwurst with the potato chips alone will fill you up. Like, sometimes I can't even finish it. It's just so much food. And like I said, that's probably my only reason. <laughs> it's my number two. Um, but I, I really do like the whole atmosphere. And everyone in Germany is super nice. And the cast members are, are super sweet. And... It's nice. And I think they have a Christmas store in there. I was going to say, they have a year-round Christmas store. And uh, I got the pickle there. You know, they have a tradition where you hide pickles in the trees. I and never understood the pickle thing. Okay, so you hide the pickle in the tree. And then one of the children, or like all the children look for it in the tree. But it's very hard to find because it blends in so easily. And also... At least for my family, we like to make it hard. So we got the one that's like this big. <laughs> okay. um, but whoever finds it gets another gift. They get like another special gift, which usually my parents will just make it like a gift card or something easy that could be split between us or that we would both like. So um, it's, it's like uh, when you... Oh God, I'm going to, I'm, 
look, I'm so bad. <laughs> it's like uh, when you when you find the matzah on yeah. like that, and you get money for finding it. Yes. Whatever child finds it first. <laughs> mm-hmm. The German pavilion also has great character dining. Breakfast, right? I used to do that as a kid, like all the time, to meet the princesses. No, that's in Norway. That's oh. Norway. I mix them up. <laughs> We're going to talk about that, though. We're going to talk about okay. it. Okay. Okay. My bad. All right. Are we at number one? We are at number one. <laughs> wow. I'm this excited to see what you're doing. Um, <laughs> so for number one, I have Morocco. Oh! <laughs> love the Moroccan pavilion. I love it so I want to add that as an honorable mention because I really do love Morocco. Amazing. It's the only pavilion that was designed by the home country rather than Imagineers. So it has the most accurate and authentic theming. And a fun like tidbit about it is if you're looking at it from a cross-world showcase, Hollywood Studios is so close to Epcot that Tower of Terror can be seen but they didn't want it to ruin the aesthetic. So they actually painted and designed Tower of Terror to blend in with the Moroccan pavilion. So look up a photo of that and you'll see how it like blends in. It just looks like another tower in the background. Wow, I didn't think about that. It's, but it's, you're totally right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. let's talk about food because the food there is just the best. Um, <laughs> I've only ever eaten at the quick service, but like it's just, enough for me it's amazing the tangerine cafe they have shawarma baklava euros i love euros just a lot of moroccan and mediterranean food the table service they have restaurant marrakesh which is in the back and that's also pretty much like their main source of entertainment i believe they have belly dancers perform at some points and then One that's kind of fairly new, but it's received a lot of recognition is the Spice Road table. It's right on the lagoon, beautiful viewing, pretty shaded. um, And they have, again, like lots of Moroccan Mediterranean food, such as calamari and lamb sliders. So if you go here, there's definitely more authentic foods than the usual American foods they're going to have, um, which I would say that's it for most of the world showcase. But this one is strongly like you're, it's going to be hard to find American food in here if you're looking for that. Uh, but it's just beautiful. It's one that I think you can really get lost in. Again, I love the immersiveness that you can have inside of the pavilions. So you can go back. There's just so many different areas and all the stores are great. It really does feel like a marketplace and there's just vendors everywhere. Everyone's super sweet and you can meet Jasmine and Aladdin at certain times throughout the day. They have a meet and greet that's like right inside the marketplace. It's magical. <laughs> I also love that you can get henna tattoos in the marketplace. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I this I really need to work up to just doing it one day but I'd have to I'd probably have to go with you because you know the food but <laughs> I would love to eat there but I've only had the desserts like the block the baklava there because a lot of the food in Morocco is very spicy yeah I don't know what is what so I'd have to go with someone who has been and knows what the food is we're gonna split a lamb euro <laughs> so good I'm telling you it's not spicy it's all good I'll do it next but, time I go <laughs> yeah, Morocco, the Morocco pavilion just it has a special place in my heart it's great surprisingly they don't have any gardens but they have fountains um <laughs> it smells really good in Morocco it smells amazing like ooh if you're looking for a quiet place just head straight to the back of Morocco I believe they have some seating, just, it's so quiet. If you need to get away from the crowds, it's the perfect place. I agree. Well, my number one has been my number one ever since the first time I went to Epcot. Yeah. Never changed. (laughs) (laughs) 
My number one is Norway. Knew it. <laughs> I had a feeling you were gonna do Norway. Um, the biggest thing, and this is kind of an interesting story, Norway always had a certain smell to it. True. Um, always had, it was always the same, never knew what it was, and I went into the stores one day, and then I found that they sell this perfume called Layla. The Layla perfume is my pride and joy. (laughs) (laughs) Do you Um, you have it? My mom has the full size, and when she bought it, she bought the set. So she got the full size, and I got the travel size. I still have the travel size, and it's still good. Good. Um, And we've met the designer a few times. He was in Norway when Frozen first came out because he had his frozen perfume come out that actually smells a lot like Layla. He just keeps the same ingredients and it has that same smell to it. Um, And then we met him over in downtown Disney because his collection was coming to the co-op marketplace. Wow, cool. My name's at the co-op. So we've met him twice, super nice. He's so proud of his perfume, and it's so, it makes you smile. Like, he's so proud of it, and he's so happy to meet people. It really brings a smile to your face, but um, the smell is obviously my number one thing about it. Um, It's a small, cute town, and I love the architecture. It's really cute, Um, and you know, rest in peace, Maelstrom. <laughs> Maelstrom. I miss it every day. <laughs> it's my favorite ride. Um, I still haven't been on Frozen yet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but when I, I'm sure all of the Frozen ride is cute, um, but Maelstrom had a special place in my heart. 100% agree with that. But there's a bunch of Frozen fun there now, so, you know, if you weren't, annoyed from your kids before (laughs) and now you are even more um but their gift shop is really cute they as they still have tons of frozen merch they still have plenty of classic norway merchandise with trolls and the norway flag and cute purses and things like that um and there is a character meet and greet for Anna and Elsa right next door now that they built. They kind of built an like expansion off of Norway. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Royal Summer, I think you just say Summer House. Summer, yeah. summer House? Yeah, Summer uh, House. Summer House, okay. <laughs> I'm thinking of Pinocchio Village House, but that's not the same. Um, so maybe not. It might be. It might be. Um, but whatever. <laughs> but you can meet Anna and Elsa inside, and that's another really cute area that you can go into. Um, and then, as Hallie mentioned before, there is character dining. That is at Akershus mm-hmm. Royal Banquet Hall. Um, you can meet Belle, Aurora, Ariel, Cinderella, uh, and then usually Snow White, and then there might be a few other cameos because they switch out sometimes. Um, But that is another cute place to go. I would love to eat there someday. I haven't had the chance to, but Norway is just great. They've also got another little shop that sells little pastries that are really good. Um, It's just great. Yeah, the best bathrooms now because they had to redo them for the... uh frozen summer house you were talking about so the bathrooms are like freshly new pretty good looking (laughs) all right go check out the bathrooms (laughs) (laughs) seriously though they're nice I I don't judge you I (laughs) I'm I'm gonna take your compliment you gotta know where the good bathrooms are in Disney okay you just gotta it, it I, life better. 100%. 
<laughs> Do you have any honorable mentions today? My honorable mentions were Norway, and I believe Norway would have, like, stayed on my list if Maelstrom hadn't gone away because Maelstrom the ride was, like, phenomenal. I miss it. And then Mexico because uh, Grand Fiesta Tour with the Three Caballeros. It's just, it's a classic. I love it. And as you mentioned, like, the restaurant, I've always wanted to eat there, overlooking the water. That's like one of my favorite parts of the ride, just the stillness and all the people eating. And as you said, like it's definitely one of the most immersive ones. Just, I think it has that uniqueness of being inside, which is hard to do capturing everything in there, but it really makes the marketplace feel real. And yeah, they just do a good job. Yeah, I don't really have any honorable mentions. I think the only one I have would be Morocco, um, and China is tied with my number four, which is France. Yeah. But we want to know what your favorite Epcot pavilions are in the World Showcase. So let us know. Tweet us at the Enchanted Pod on Twitter, and we will be back next week to conclude our topic on the lands in Magic Kingdom. So we're going to close out our discussion with Main Street USA and we might have a guest on board for that. So stay tuned. We will be back next week with some very fun, very, very fun topics about Main Street. So look out for that and thank you all for listening and have a magical day. Canada, my Canada, you're a lifetime journey for the traveler. Canada.